Welcome to Spiritual Shit, your guide to the down and dirty of modern spirituality. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality, where we can get weird about ghosts, mediumship, psychics, aliens, religion, new age stuff, awakening, ascension, star seeds, channeling, philosophy, and even dating. Some shows will be just me rambling about my mystical experiences and discoveries, and other shows will have guests to open up new perspectives and views. I hope you'll join me on this journey as we discuss and open up what spirituality in today's world really looks like. Remember to like and subscribe to never miss an episode and hit me up at thelovelylea.com or at thelovelylea on Instagram so we can connect. I'd love to give you an invitation to my newest program, The Empath, an empath's course towards turning inward. My online coaching program is designed to help you heal your wounds, deepen your intuition, overcome your fears, understand your sensitivities, and connect you to the universe. It starts September 6th, Sundays at 10 a.m. CST. It's a three-month program, three weeks each month, with three one-on-one private energy coaching sessions via Zoom. A Facebook community group will be where we have our weekly resources and practices to implement and deepen your learning. For more info, go to thelovelyaliyah.com slash course. And don't forget to sign up to be a Patreon to get exclusive access to my solo episodes every Thursday and behind the scenes goodies and extras to come. Go to patreon.com slash thelovelyaliyah to sign up. Hello and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Shit. I'm your host, Aaliyah Lovely. And today we're talking about getting out of your head and into your heart. And largely this episode will have to deal with discomfort because oftentimes our way of avoiding discomfort is to analyze and make things logical and look for statistics and proof and structure in order to make sense of our discomfort instead of just getting into our heart and into our feelings about how that shit makes us feel. And so as a way to control how we're feeling, we make reasons and rationale and excuses and, um, you know, theories and theses (laughs) via text sometimes (laughs) of um, what it is that we're trying to sort out. And loads of that lives in the headspace. So um, right now, currently, I'm dealing with something I can't really tell you guys about that is causing me an immense amount of discomfort. And I'm not sure what to do with it because I've never had to deal with something like this before. And I'm feeling really, it's it's a new level of discomfort. <laughs> Uh, and, and the funny part about this is that like, at least in my journey, it's like the universe has given me a lesson and then I'll go through this really tough, tumultuous lesson and then I'll overcome it and I'll be like, yes, I'm a badass bitch. <laughs> I got you. But then I'll get like a, a rest time, a recoup time. It's like season training is over and then we'll start again. And so I'm seeing these cycles come up more and more and more. And in fact, it's funny, you guys will love this because (laughs) as some of this discomfort showed up and these situations happened that made me feel incredibly upset, I was like, well, this would make a great podcast episode. 
I almost feel like the universe gives me shit so I have something to talk to you guys about. <laughs> so so there's content to go through about, mm, what am I struggling with? So I've been in this space of feeling like this immense discomfort and what do I do about that? And I've been in my head about it, analyzing, reanalyzing, restructuring, replanning, uh, looking at solutions. What are other solutions? You know, calling in my ancestors and like, y'all, what can we do about this? Like I'm having a round table meeting <laughs> and trying to find solution to that. But while I was sitting down in meditation this morning, I was asking my guides and saying like, what do I need to do? And they basically were like, you need to sit. You need to sit right here with this and you need to get out of your head and get into your heart. And I was like, I know how to get out of my heart. Like, I know how this makes me feel. And it's like, they're like, nah, 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 nah. You're doing that thing where you're trying to control it and you're trying to make sense of it and you're gonna you know write it down and <laughs> like like in this case I have zero control none absolutely none um well I mean I know I'm being super cryptic but essentially there are some actions of a person outside who is not my family not anybody I love or anything like that this that is coming after uh I would say us people you know whoever um and it's incredibly disheartening to see this situation play out so anyway i'm like okay so what do i do and you know the 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 very thug part in me says like you know like put a spell on this person <laughs> i don't do that y'all okay um there's a part of me that's like okay go stick your ancestors on them like your protective support team like don't mess with leah um, she's a witch bitch. So, <laughs> um, but no, it's, it is me needing to sit with this discomfort, sitting with what is uncomfortable, getting out of my head of this, like trying to, trying to control it, trying to make it disappear, trying to get out of the discomfort. And I speak to this all the time because it's something that I struggle with, but we are always trying to avoid pain. Always. And pain is the catalyst for our leveling up. And there's usually some deeper fruit that's on the other side of that struggle that, you know, that comes into our life. And we go, why is this even here to level us up? So I'm trying to, I'm looking through areas in my life where like I've experienced some extreme discomfort and what happened after, like, because hindsight is 2020. And I started to say, okay, let me, let me check in with my heart In all the situations where I've experienced immense amounts of pain. Have I ever, 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 after everything was said and done, felt like I regretted that happening? Usually not. Usually I can look at that and say, wow, look how far that has grown me. Look how much that's offered me in my life. Look, look what it did. What kind of wherewithal it developed inside of me. What, what did that do for my relationships, for my finances, for my talent, for my skills, for my business acumen, for my relationships? Like, I think I said relationships twice, but like it, it leveled me up. And like when we're trying to avoid that feeling in our heart, when we're feeling pain, when we're feeling 
that discomfort of uncertainty, when we're feeling just fear in general, we, we go in our head, we get in our minds and we try to source a solution before we surrender and trust what's happening in the process. Trust the process, they always say. And I'm like, you can fuck your process. Like <laughs> sometimes I'm just like, I'm not down with the process. Can we figure this out? Can we get this done? Is there a faster way to do this? Like I'm an efficiency person. I want to look at like, okay, if there's unnecessary suffering that's happening, like let's like get rid of that. And ironically enough, the the road to faster acclimation is to stop the resistance. Surrender to the resistance. That is the getting out of, sorry, sirens in the background. Um, That is getting out of the head. It is the surrender. It is the letting go. If I really thought this situation needed more of my brain energy, (laughs) like, and I thought that it was actually going to do some good, then I would continue to pursue that direction. But I know it won't. This is out of my control. And that resistance that I'm applying towards it is what's happening in my mind. Like my anxiety, my fear, my, my wounding, even like the, the aspect of just feeling like this is uncomfortable. I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want this to feel like this. When is this going to be over? That is often when we are in our head about a situation like that overanalyzation. So for my, my woman, women here, um, who are listening that is a lot of times us being in our masculine, that overthinking, overanalyzing, anxiety, you know, whatever. We're not dropping into our heart space. Men do it too. But like, I know that primarily as a woman, I can only speak to being a woman, um, that, that loads and loads and loads of my, my clients deal with that as well. And so like just trying to manage, micromanage and overmanage situations that don't need managing at all. A lot of times those things sort themselves out. Or maybe we need to take a couple of actions, but a lot of the suffering comes from us doing that essentially double work behind the scenes, trying to avoid the pain when the double work is actually causing us more pain. And it's kind of funny, like, because every time I'm talking to you guys, I'm talking to myself because I look at the ways in which I cause myself more suffering in this particular situation. I'm talking to friends about it. Um, Not a lot of friends, but just a few choice people. And essentially in that expression, every time I speak about it, I'm massaging whatever this wound is, whatever this, this, this thing that does makes me feel uncomfortable. And what I'm doing is producing more of that feeling and the production of more of that feeling gets what more of that feeling. So regardless of outside circumstances contribute to it or not, I am contributing to more of my pain. It's me, just me. And if I can get myself into a space where I drop into my heart and say, okay, ultimately, what is the best thing that I can do for myself right now? What can I do? I can one, stop giving the problem so much attention. And when we're in our headspace, that's what we do. We give the problem all of the attention. Even when we're thinking about a solution, we're still thinking about the problem. And instead of dropping into our heart and saying, okay, this, this will deal with itself. I need to check in with me. Am I doing what's necessary for my own self-care? Am I doing what's necessary for my anxiety? Am I doing what's necessary for me to deal with how this makes me feel and not what I think about it? Now, hear that again. Am I doing what's best for what 
what this makes me feel and not what I think about it. Because those are two different things. And let's make the distinction because what I'm feeling about this particular problem is discomfort. It's uncomfortable. It makes my body respond in a certain way. It gives me anxiety. I worry for the ones that I love who are affected by the situation. Like that, that portion of it is, is where a lot of my mind enters into that. But if I go into my body and I'm in that space of like, okay, like, let me go take a bath. (laughs) That usually, that usually does it for me. I don't know if that does it for you, but like that usually does it for me. If I can sit down and be in a space and get, and be present, not to be fearful about what could happen or what's going to happen. Like if I can get present, I can drop into my heart and into my body. I can look at the situation and say, I'm okay. I'm not dying. I'm not suffering on an immense scale. Like the people that I love are safe. This is inconvenient and uncomfortable, but we're going to be okay. What if I brought to the problem, that type of energy, what would happen? I know what's happened in the past and I'll keep you posted on what happens moving forward, but what would, what would it look like to bring myself in from my heart and bring that space? What would it look like to bring love to this discomfort and say, I see you discomfort. I see the people outside that are causing this discomfort. I see the bullying. I see the harassment. Like I I can, I can understand like this as a physical problem, but on a spiritual level, like this discomfort doesn't have anything on me. Right. Like, you know, like for instance, some people say like, I serve a powerful God or I, I'm a powerful being. I like the, the essence that I am essentially weak to whatever this discomfort is, is a lie. Like the power that I have over it is all within my heart to transmute that completely. And that may, they may sound a little far out for some of you guys, but like quite literally the heart chakra and the energy in the heart chakra, if I can soften my heart and I can give myself to be in a space of forgiveness for this discomfort or the person causing this discomfort, um, you know, if I can give myself to a space of love and of understanding and compassion, not to be a pushover, but to drop into that heart space and say, you know what? Like, I love myself. I love my people. Um, While I don't love this discomfort, I'm going to love myself through it. I'm not going to operate from the brain only. Like, the brain is important, so don't bypass that. But if when I'm only thinking with the brain, I will assess all of the statistical reasons that this failure could happen or this person could do this or can, can propose all of these new situations that may never happen but in order to try to protect myself I'll come up with the the most audacious type of scenarios just to just to entertain to essentially protect myself right now you know you've done that (laughs) don't even act like you haven't like you've sat there and had a fake argument with somebody before and when she said this I was gonna say this (laughs) or 
you know, like you thinking about like what could happen or if this happens, then this will happen. And you put yourself in that tizzy when you're in the mind, like that, that like all these things could happen. All these terrible things could happen. And you start looking at the dominoes that have already fallen. And then you start looking ahead at like where those dominoes are going. And a domino can stop at any time in that line. But you're you're visualizing already that it's going to stop at the end of the thousandth domino, right? Like you're already imagining ahead of time what could happen as a means of like, you know, just trying, trying to like cause an effect and trying to protect yourself. But it's all in the mind. Like you're creating that scenario. You're living it once and then you're going and living it again if it does happen. So it doesn't actually protect you from it happening. But somehow in our human development process or whatever that we 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 do that. Um, but for myself and what I'm learning about is like, okay, discomfort doesn't mean death. It's a type of suffering. It's only really a type of suffering if I look at it like suffering. Because ultimately, if I don't accept it as suffering, am I suffering? That is a highly philosophical thought process. I remember when I was little and, um, I had cut myself or something like that. And I remember telling my mom and saying like, this, this, this really hurts. This is a lot of pain. And I said, you know, what's weird. What if I thought that it didn't hurt? And she was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) I was a weird kid. Um, and I was like, what if, what if I thought in my mind that it didn't hurt? Would it hurt still? And she's like, I don't know. Try it. And I'm sitting here thinking about like, okay, I'm just looking at this. This doesn't feel bad or whatever. And in some facet, in my very small 10-year-old self, I was able to acknowledge the pain that I was feeling and thus take away the sting. Very weird process. I was conscious about it. Instead of being in the mental space of knowing like, okay, logically, this is a cut. This is a wound. This is supposed to hurt. It hurts. I see blood. You know, and I go put myself into that, um, you know, the breakdown. I, I consciously put myself in a, in a, I would consider a heart space where I looked at it and said, okay, I can master this. This is mind over matter. And this is not just mind over matter. Cause I think like we're, we're always thinking that this is in the mind, but it's really heart over matter, getting into that heart space, the energy of that heart chakra and transmuting that type of pain. So the discomfort that we're feeling and that, that lack of patience, maybe, you know, like how, when things it's, it is the same thing when, you know, do you decide you're going to go on a workout or you're going to start working out to get in shape? And it's that first discomfort, those first few weeks that you're running on the treadmill, it hurts and you're huffing and you're puffing until your lungs adjust, until your muscles adjust. The discomfort is what is changing and transforming your body towards the goal that you set for yourself. So why wouldn't it be that same way in spirituality or in, in our wounding, right? Like, why wouldn't that be the same thing that we would go through something that would essentially level us up, transition our bodies and prepare us for what it is that we asked for so we can actually hold the weight of the dreams that we asked for. Like this, this situation is giving me the mental and physical <laughs> and emotional wherewithal to be able to progress forward in the thing that I asked for. So I can sit here and be mad about it and be in my mind and be all, 
like this thing happened and this thing and keep massaging the wound or I can move forward and get into the heart space and find love for that, for that discomfort. Say, okay, I see you. I know you're here. I know you're here to stay for a little bit. I'm going to be huffing and puffing for a while, but I'm going to be patient as I see how this transmutes this discomfort one, but how it transitions and helps me grow. Sorry, the word I was looking for was transform. I was like, I was totally with the alliteration there. Transmute, transmission. All right. But there was just such a, it's just been so interesting because for myself, like I don't do messy. Like that's just not my thing. I don't like drama. I don't like people back and forth. You know, she said this and -and so-and-so said that. And like, it's just not my thing. Uh, But I'm experiencing this around me and it's causing me this immense amount of discomfort because it is, it's, it's to me, it's ineffectual. (laughs) I'm a very direct person and I just don't like the riffraff. So I'm getting the chance to level myself up in that way. And I'm like, okay, like every time something like this happens, every time something like this happens to you, you should always ask yourself, what is this teaching me? Because it's not there for no reason. And even some of the worst shit that we've all gone through, it is not there for any reason. I personally believe that we signed up for all of our contracts and all of our discomfort. And we said, ooh, 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 you know, earth is going to be this, this prime time for catalysts right now. Like we're going to grow so much on earth during this time. So I kind of, as you all already know, I look at the world like this video game. And if I'm a player in the video game, I need to look at my problems the same way. Those things that come in and what that looks like and how it feels and why it's bad. And how will I behave? How will I behave? Will I come from a heart-centered place where I can come from love and I can come from understanding and compassion, not just for others, but for myself, for the process? Like this is uncomfortable, but it's not going to be like this forever. Can I sit with this? How much stronger will that make me? If I come from the, like, if I deal with this from a heart centered place, because I know from, for a fact, I will go absolutely nowhere except in circles if I stay and keep it in the mind. And I can only speak for myself. I'm an anxious person. I have, I have a high level of anxiety and with, through spirituality and through the healing and the shadow work that I've done, I've really been able to transmute a lot of that anxiety and I've been able to utilize even that anxiety, that sensitivity towards being able to, to sense better, to, um, be able to feel out situations better, to be able to key into what's happening, to give myself better clarity. The anxiety is actually a marker that helps me understand like when, when energies are off, when people are off, when people I shouldn't fuck with show up. I'm like, oof, I can feel that energy. It gives me anxiety. It makes me feel anxious. And I, I've registered that, but I had to bring my anxiety out of my mind because I would go in circles about stuff, ruminating on things. Couldn't let it go. Couldn't just like, couldn't think about it. Like felt super, super just anxious. Sorry. <laughs> um, I had a situation a couple days ago where someone had said something to me that triggered an old wound in my past relationship and um, someone random too. And I was like, Ooh, like, I don't like how that feels. It gave me a surge of anxiety that like kicked me back seven years, like back to some old situations, old life, old abuse. And I was like, wow, wow. Like I remember what that felt like. 
And I started to go into that mind. Like, did they mean this? Did they mean that? Is this what this means? Is it because someone's going to think this? Is it like starting to really fall off the edge? And then I was like, no, 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 no. We're not going there. Let's bring it to the heart. What did this person mean? Let me sit with my intuition about that. And the answer came to me clear as day, clear as day. And I was able to let it go completely. I was like, oh, cool. Okay. I can send them love and move on. But I hadn't been able to do that before. And when I stayed in the mind, when I allowed myself to ruminate. Now, I know a lot of you guys may suffer with anxiety and for a lot of you, you may feel it's not a choice. And I, I know that there's this kind of like some controversy about that back and forth. Some people have debilitating anxiety and it really is just a chemical thing and they need to take medicine for it. I am totally on board with that for you guys. Um, I was almost one of those people. Like my anxiety was super, 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 super high, but I was able to key into my empathicness and my empathicness gave me a new identity. Instead of being someone who is riddled with anxiety, I recognized, okay, I'm sensitive. That's different. I have a different label. Okay. Because I'm sensitive, I'm picking up on information outside of myself that is affecting me in ways that is causing anxiety. And anxiety is not, is not the, the problem. It's the symptom. Anxiety is not the cause. It's the symptom. So what's causing my anxiety? Let's go deeper there. Okay. I'm super, super sensitive to energy. I'm su sim super sensitive to frequency of words. Um, you know, just certain people around or whatever, I start to feel anxious and I'm like, okay, this is a measurement and a barometer for what doesn't serve me. And dropping into that heart space makes anxiety work for me, not the other way around. Like I'm able to look at things from like, Ooh, okay, this is, this is a measurement. Thank you. Anxiety for showing up to show me what's, what's going on. It is like I used to avoid my anxiety and now I, I thank it for showing up because it shows me what's out of alignment, not just in myself, but with other people, with other energies. When things, something doesn't sit right with me, I'm like, oh, oh, I'm starting to feel anxious. Something's off. And it's become such an incredible tool for me to utilize and in, in being able to check myself when I am running away in the mind and I'm allowing it to speak for me. When I drop it into the heart, I can use it as a tool and it doesn't overtake me. So, sorry, I feel like that last part was channeled because like that was not what I was intending on talking about. <laughs> um, but that, that's, that sense of when we're in our head, we don't, we don't really allow for spirit to speak to us, do we? We look for the ways in which the world speaks to us. And the world speaks to our anxiety a lot. In fact, it's the fastest way to get our attention and our humanity. But dropping into the heart. Now, like maybe you guys are like, how, how do I do that? Um, to me, it's about presence and being present with the problem. Anxiety worries about the future. And depression often like hits at the past. Not always, but a lot of times. And so um, when we're present, we can get real with our heart and say, what am I actually feeling right now? Why am I in my head? Why do I feel anxious? What is causing this reaction? This is the symptom. What is the cause? The cause is so-and-so said the such and such to me, and this is what I'm afraid of. Oh, okay. 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 That I can deal with. That on paper I can deal with. Such and such said this, such and such said they were going to do that. I'm afraid that this is going to affect this. 
And that's what's causing my anxiety. That's what's causing me to get in my head. That's what's causing me to relook and look at every scenario I can find to figure out what is going to happen to me. What, who, someone's going to do something to me or, or I'm going to lose my job. You know, whatever the scenario is for you, fear. And when we're in our heart space, fear doesn't live there. It's like we, we can just get real about what it is and look at it from a heart-centered place that says, okay, let's look at this lovingly. Let's give ourselves compassion. Let's give the situation patience. Let's give this other person forgiveness. And let's see how we can move through this with a peaceful heart. I love that, at least for myself, I'm a very analytical person. And I, I love looking at all the different sides and being able to empathically um, be put myself in other people's shoes and give myself an, a way to be able to see things from so many different directions. However, when I bring myself back into my heart space and get centered and I look through the lens of my intuition and I stop looking through the lens of fear, I bring the problem from my head to my heart. And I say, how can I love this? And I'm not telling you to love your problem, but what does it look like to have love for yourself through the problem? What does it look like to come to a place of, through compassion of solving that problem? Oftentimes we find a problem and then we blame ourselves, right? I'm, I'm an idiot. I did such and such and such. And now I'm in this, or I wish that I had, you know, like we always turn it back on ourselves and we allow ourselves to get beat up through the process of problem solving. But ultimately, like if we're, if the universe is really trying to level us up, then no amount of mind gymnastics are going to take us out of it. Okay. You might as well just surrender to it now and give yourself a break because it is, it is a part of the process of growth. And if the universe has been so gracious to expand your soul in some kind of way, then when problems arise, it is an opportunity for growth. And I know I'm going to hit some resistance. I'm going to hit some nerves here with that. I hit my own nerves. <laughs> so if you're ever thinking that I ever think that I've got this figured out, I don't. Um, I'm just trying to, to be the channel that this information comes through as I'm learning it. But man, you guys, you guys, I'm like so fucking uncomfortable right now. Um, you know, I wish I could really put all my business out on the street sometimes, but I, I won't do that. There is just like a lot of times where when we're in that mode of discomfort, we go into problem solving mode initially to end our pain. But what does it look like to be present and love ourselves through discomfort? What does it look like to love our discomfort? Like, I know that's probably impossible ask. I'm asking myself that like, what would it look like for me to love myself through this discomfort? What does it look like to love others through their discomfort, through their transition, through their transformation? Like, do I have the patience? Is this teaching me patience? Is this teaching me how to have compassion? Is this teaching me how to grow in ways that I wouldn't, wouldn't even fathom being able to grow? Is the universe trying to make me a monk? Fuck, I don't know. But <laughs> there is just such beauty that can come from a rising to the occasion rising to the occasion 
and letting their heart expand through that process to not try to mind fuck it and put ourselves in a space where we only add to our discomfort by trying to get rid of it. The discomfort is there to help you level up. And if you can jump into your heart and learn how to be present with it and say, what is this teaching me? I I would even be so bold to say, thank you for this problem. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence about saying that. Cause I'm like, I don't want to draw in more problems. <laughs> I take that back. Um, so there's just this part of me that's like, how can I be gracious and thankful through the process of growth? Growth is so deeply uncomfortable. And as human beings, we do really look to the mind to solve things. But what if this wasn't a problem to solve? What if it was just a problem to surrender? And I deeply think that that is what I, I mean. That's the biggest lesson I'm learning this year is about surrender, but opening our hands and letting go of what we think we can control and bringing it into the heart space, bringing it in and saying, okay, how can I love myself through this? I know that this is going to last for a little while. And if I don't resist it, I'm going to, I'm going to allow myself to move through it, flow through it faster. If you want anything to go faster, surrender your resistance. Stop fighting it. Stop fighting the discomfort. That's where the mind comes in. The mind wants to fight it. It is the ego's job to do so because it's to protect itself. But that's not how we grow. That's not how we expand. That's not how we are able to drop into our hearts to show and live with more love. Like to be able to, like the heart-centered energy, even right now as I'm speaking, before I got on here, I was fucking pissed, y'all. Okay. I was mad. I sound like I'm super peaceful right now, but I was not. And I just got off the phone with somebody just bitching about what was going on. And I'm like, why am I giving more attention to this problem? At some point, it does feel good to vent and release. But at this point now, like, do, do I really want to, to release this or do I want attention? Like, does my mind want attention? Am I ruminating because it's still sitting with me and I haven't surrendered it yet? Because that's what happens, right? Ruminating is coming from not surrendering it. Like we're going to think about this problem and think about this problem and think about this problem until this problem is gone. But that's not how we get rid of a problem. If we didn't acknowledge that it was a problem in the first place, could it be a problem? It's like the question earlier where I was saying, if, if, if I don't think that it's pain, does it feel painful? My nervous system says it is, but can my mind actually override this? And often it can't because the mind is, I believe, limited to our, our ego's perspective, but the heart has a different level of power, much different level of power because the heart doesn't look for the end outcome. It looks for love. And ultimately what I believe, like the whole purpose of being on earth is to learn about love, this particular energy that can conquer all. Even your problem. You think it's a financial thing? Love can conquer it. You're telling me how. Like, (laughs) love might not show up in the bank, but you can feel abundant and blessed through love. Any other problem? I mean, like, I don't want to go on that tangent, but like, that type of energy, regardless of if it fixed the physical problem, will do wonders for your spiritual being and for your expansion and for your emotions and how you feel. 
not just how you think, but how you feel. So as always, I'm talking to myself and trying to get really centered in what does it look like to treat this with love? What does this look like to treat this with compassion? What does this look like to get rid of all of my attachment styles and all my wounding and all my fears and all my protection and all my walls and say, what does this look like to treat this with love? It looks very different than when I treat it with my mind because my mind's answer is always anxiety and my heart's answer is always surrender. I hope that helped you guys today in some type of insight. Um, as always, like I, I, this is what I'm learning and like, I'm sure that I'll, I'll have some new kind of findings after I kind of sort whatever this is out, but I just appreciate you guys for listening so much. Like I appreciate you guys reaching out. I'm getting more contact with you guys as like more of your booking energy sessions and card readings. And it's been super fun to see your faces and hear your voices and connect with you in this way. I'm just super appreciative that you guys have supported the podcast this far and it's just, it's growing really fast. And so I just, I'm just really thankful. So if you're listening to this and you got a lot out of it, please share this podcast with someone that you love or, um, someone, you know, maybe you don't love anybody and just share it with everybody. <laughs> um, and then if you are interested in becoming a Patreon member, it's a little bit more closer contact with me and there's all like, it says it in the ad, so you can listen to that. But, um, I do also have a course coming up, um, that teaches people about their intuition Um, so just like check out all the goodies that we got and make sure that you subscribe so you never miss an episode. I'm sending you so much love today in all my discomfort (laughs) and really, really trying to work through what's happening in the collective. This, this new month definitely has a different tone to it than the cancer season. Leo season is incredibly fiery and I feel like I'm ready to fight people and that is just not who I am or is it? Anyway, I hope you guys have an awesome week. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Interested in becoming a client for energy coaching? Find me at www.thelovelyalia.com to read more about what I do or hit me up on IG at thelovelyalia for daily content and inspiration.